We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Clint Sterner's Football at Four. Jalen Hurts and them Philadelphia Eagles. Channel View Zone, they're headed to the Super Bowl show. We flirted uh, last week talking about the dual threat, true dual threat quarterbacks getting to a Super Bowl. There's been a handful of them. Cam Newton, who else did, who else did we uh, did we settle on? Kaepernick was one of them. Yeah. Uh, I think there was there was one of them. Maybe Donovan McNair. Those kind of fringe guys. We're fringe with I, Steve McNair there first. Yeah, year. Steve McNair, Eric McNair, Wilson. I, I kind of you know I, I kind of like if you're not here's where I, I if you're not calling quarterback plus one runs where the quarterback is carrying the football, quarterback power, quarterback lead, quarterback counter, whatever the read stuff is nice, but I'm talking true downhill runs i have a hard time couching as a true dual threat guy mobile quarterback the steve youngs of the world that's one thing i'm talking about a true dual threat quarterback and jalen hurts getting to the super bowl in the fashion that he has has put himself in the same category in terms of dual threat quarterbacks with the cam newtons uh, of the world and 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 how they're being productive on the offensive side of the football and ultimately winning games but show i i think it's I mean the 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 journey for um, Jalen Hurts has been has been unbelievable, man. It, it just it take a little walk down down memory lane. I remember sitting in the Channel View um, football facility talking to him and his pops during during recruiting. And if I'm lying, I'm dying. I asked about Arkansas. I said, "What's you know my hogs? They offered yet?" He said, "No, they told us that they wanted to see him play in the spring. This was going into his senior year." Alabama had already offered. Um, there was there was a, there was a, lo- a long laundry list of, of teams that had had already offered. Hogs are winners. Yeah, they are, Mom. But th- this was a big time mistake. They dropped the ball here. And, and and you know they they were looking at you know somewhere for Jalen to go where he could develop and 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 as a passer and and obviously win ball games. Well, he ends up at Alabama where you know you can you can win ball games. We know the story. He goes to Alabama. Um, they're in the national championship game, and he gets benched. Tua come, he gets benched at halftime. That was hard to watch. Tua comes in the ball game and throws, uh, you know, a, a, a highlight reel touchdown to to Devontae Smith. Uh, surprisingly, and now who now who is who is with Jalen Hurts with the Eagles? Um, but I was just watching an interview, a post game interview, and they're interviewing Jalen Hurts, and and you know, kind of. The, the composure that the young man had after being benched in a national championship game, his replacement going in and balling out was very telling, especially in hindsight. But but I, I tell you, show the the next year of Jalen Hurts' life after the national championship where he got benched and Alabama stayed, actually won. He? he stayed. Because he but, didn't go. A lot of people think he immediately went to Oklahoma. No, he, he didn't. Stayed. He, he stayed at Alabama. And here's the 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 crazy thing is like. The forward thinking and and, and and why and how it worked out is absolutely unbelievable. At the time, the offensive coordinator at Alabama was Dan Enos. 
right? Which surprisingly, think, think about this. Guess who the guess who the coach was, the offensive coordinator was at Arkansas when when his when Jalen Hurst's dad told me that they wanted to see him in the spring. Who? Dan Enos. Dan Enos had just took the job at Arkansas and was kind of scrambling, trying to figure out who they were going to recruit, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, now fast forward, Dan Enos is at Alabama, and he is an unbelievable quarterback developer, right? So Jalen Hurts gets benched. He goes back to Alabama. Why? To develop under Dan Enos. That's why he stayed. Yes, because he had more than one year. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to school. I'm gonna develop my my game day to day. Don't care. Obviously, I'd like to start, but I'm gonna develop my game under Dan Enos. And there's nobody in in the in the coaching game that I know like that's actually coaching that I would say is better than Dan when it comes to developing a quarterback on a day to day basis. And also, by the way, throughout that process, you're doing Dan, you're doing uh, Nick Saban a pretty damn good solid too by by keeping that quarterback room with Jalen Hurts as the number two uh, quarterback. Then he ends up, then he transfers, right? And, and and we know that story, right? Transfers and within was it within a year? or Was it two years before he was in the in the uh, Heisman in the Heisman finalist? I thought he only played one year. He only played one year. Yeah. He'll so one year and he was a Heisman finalist. So he's he's a Heisman finalist. He's a second round draft pick to the Philadelphia Eagles, where at the time Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz was the starting quarterback, right? Yep. Controversy throughout. He stays the course, handles his business, and comes out on the back end of it as the the, the lone man standing. Doug's gone. Uh, yeah, Doug. Car- what Doug wasn't the, the, the person who wanted it. That was a how right. he was a Howie Roseman selection, right? And then, but Carson Wentz gone, and now it's Jalen Hurts' squad. And in his second year uh, starting in Philly, the dude is is in is in the big dance, and he's doing it. Now he he is has developed from a quarterback technique and mechanic perspective late in his quarterback life. He's developed more than I've ever seen anybody develop after being a national championship quarterback, ultimately. Crazy to think where Jalen Hurts is today. But when it's all said and done, he's still the unique athlete, the special athlete because of the unique skill set and the Eagles' ability to use his legs in a run game. So uh, it, the, the the journey for Jalen Hurts has been, has been absolutely – I mean, it's it's unbelievable how him and his pops have have kind of have kind of navigated this that five year six year run. Yeah, and, and you know they, boy, especially when he first came in, he was just a straight runner. Like it, it felt like with the Eagles when he first got yeah. to the end, he was just a straight runner. That was usually that was what his deal was. I remember he got benched the last game of the season. Doug Peterson benched him the last game of the season. I think they start playing Nate so. Uh, uh, Sofield, what's Nate's night? I can't remember. But they benched him. Then there, were people was like, "Really, what's going on with Jalen?" And he, like you said, they made the coaching change. And I'm telling you, I know that they made the decision to kind of go all in and get make a lot of moves and add like AJ Brown and make. Yeah, them, yeah. But I did not see this. I I did not see them being in the Super Bowl, being the the dominant team of the NFC all season and then continue to carry that in. And he'd be the reason. Like, Clint, he's not a passenger in this. Like, he's he's driving this sucker. I mean, they've yeah. got a lot. I mean, he's an MVP candidate. 
You wouldn't. You you couldn't have told me that that Jalen was going to be an MVP candidate and driving the bus. And you saw when he wasn't playing, like yeah. they they. I didn't see that. I, I I didn't. Nobody nobody saw it. Show. I mean, I think people be lying to you if they saw. It. Like it, it it was, it was all about was Jalen ever going to get the opportunity? Because Jalen is is built from day one. Has been built to to drive this kind of run. The 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 question was, could he physically, tangibly get it done at that high of a level in terms of passing the football? And would he ever get a legit shot to be the captain of a football team? The the one thing I said this last week that I that I hope doesn't go, and I don't even know how you highlight this as as a um, you know on on TV like without him being involved in it. But like what I hope doesn't get overlooked and doesn't get minimized is like the everything a coach looks for in a team in terms of like never never never. Uh, Never blinking, right? Never flinch. Um, no matter what happens, just stay the course. Trust the process. Like all of that coach speak stuff. Like Jalen lives it, and it, and it's it's authentic. It's not a it's not a, a, a trying to do something the coach says or trying to do something outside your own personality. Like Jalen lives that that way, and he'll all. That's why he's successful. He'll he'll always live that way. It's, it's the way he's wired. But I hope that doesn't get minimized. I guess I should say I, I hope that gets showcased. At some point, whenever oh, yeah, the, whenever this it. run is over, um, whether it ends in a Super Bowl or, or a Super Bowl loss, either way it goes, like there needs to be a a, a, a thirty minute hour long special on Jalen Hurts and and the, just to just to to highlight really why this guy is such a powerful leader. And I mean, he can continue to develop the quarterback side of things, but the the natural leader that this dude is is absolutely. Ridiculous. Anyway, one of our own channel views, uh, Jalen Hurts. He's in a Super Bowl, um, and uh, looks like he submitted himself as a as a starting quarterback in Philly for some time, huh? Both both quarterbacks from Texas. Yes, right. Both quarterbacks. That's right. From Texas. That's right. Pat Mahomes, a little White House action. God Is it White House? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Is it White House? Yeah, Texas? White House, right White outside House. of Tyler. And uh, and Channel View, Texas. There you go. Yes, sir. How about them Texas boys, huh? White eighty. Show this this new age um, Twitter beefing with these young kids. It ain't for me, man. It ain't for me. I, look, I I think I think I like the, you enjoyed it. Well, I mean, I I enjoy what you know watching it from a distance, but you know me, I, I get I, I'm pretty easily flustered. Like I, like, have you seen that? That I mean, Kayvon Thibodeau getting roasted. Have you seen yeah, him? I know you that, said something about that. No, I hadn't seen. What, well, I mean, that's yeah. your guy, right? That's that's Kayvon. Kayvon Kevin, I, is Kevin, he not your guy? I thought when he came out real flashy and stuff at the at the uh, at the draft and all that, oh, you really man, liked him. Kayvon said some real stupid. Oh, that's stuff. right. Remember okay. Him? Well, uh, he, he, he said you could. Alabama uh, education is. Well, he hadn't stopped. He, he he tweets during that 49er game. Way this game looked, we might be better than the 49ers. Talking about the Giants, right? Well, then Joe Staley, the old 49ers offensive lineman, right? He comes at him. This is where I would get – this is why I can't get in beef because I would get really – I'd get pissed, right? Joe Staley, you're a flash player who gets bodied by average tackles. Don't let the New York media affect you too much. Damn. (laughs) That seemed like that was just like real personal to his – Oh, my God. Like like, just like real truth. Yeah, like like I, I would be Joe Staley in this in this 
back and forth here. Like, I would probably, if I was going to get involved, I'd cut a little bit too deep and then be like, bro, I'm just on Twitter joking. I I don't know what Kayvon's response was. I'm sure you're about to tell me. But it feels like, to me, like you either have to ignore it or because I don't think you don't have a lot to stand on with with, with Joe because you can't say the same thing back because this is a guy who's been an all-pro and all that. Like, I think it's a, it's got to be a threat to it, like a, 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 a to a fight. I think at that point, it's either. <laughs> no, I think if you're going to respond, it's like, it's something of, here's my phone number. You can come see right, me. Right, right. Like, because I don't, what else, what's the response? Just back and forth, right? Well, Kayvon Thibodeau, who are you, bro? Yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, he's oh, a, hell. is, see, is Joe Staley is a Hall of Fame offensive went, lineman? He's a borderline. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that's, see, that's what I'm saying. Because you can't go. To, it's got to go to you. Ignore it, or it's got to well, go to hey, holla at me. This is where you can find me. You no, can't. Not, you can't you? go with I, I, the, the who worst. Who are you? The worst responses are, are ones like this. Like like who are you, bro? Like, like it, it's it's such a a, a soft. He did, he did it. To, he did it to borderline Hall of Famer Jeff Saturday. It's overplayed. Kayvon, it's it's awful. It's yeah, a terrible. Kayvon did that to Jeff Saturday. I don't know who I don't know who Jeff Saturday that, is. That was him, wasn't it? I don't know who you are, bro. He's like, in the back. Come he's on. In the, he's up in the raft. Well, him him getting roasted is well is, because uh, a lot of the time if you don't know him, like he's saying here, that may, you look bad for not knowing who this person well, is. It's, it's just a silly. You just look stupid. It's just a silly response. I, I I don't know. Kind of a kind of a soft. He response. knows who Joe Staley is. I'm, if he doesn't, he should. Exactly. I feel he know, like he knows who Joe Staley. is. He looked him up. Well, he said, "Who is this?" You, you let me tell you, who is this? He said, "Who is this?" Found him up. Oh shoot! Well, somebody else came at Kayvon Thibodeau. I can't, I can't recall exactly who it was. Let me see if I took. A, I think I took a picture of it actually. But um, he, he got he he got roasted a, a, a few times by a few different players on uh, on on social media. Anyway, it, it's uh, I, I'll tell you where I where I draw on. This is really why I, why I. Where I I really have to check my not check my wife that's not the right way to put it but like make sure my wife understands what's going on here. <laughs> did Did you see what your boy Pat Mahomes' wife did? Oh, what Brittany do? What Brittany do? She won two three Cancun, Eli Apple. No, he deserved it. No, uh, no, yep, he deserved it. No, everybody, so. I won two. See, that's your chief, did, that's I, your chief blood it. talking. I nailed it. No, he just no, it's Eli. No, but 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 it's we. Eli. But here's the deal. Okay, that's fine. I mean, but I'm not saying Eli didn't deserve it. But Pat's wife got Pat. Pat, Pat got to shut this down ASAP. Yeah, I would. I would normally agree. With Eli Apple, he deserves it from all angles. No, no, but I'm no, I'm talking about it. Show from like, like Eli's liable to say something back to your wife. That's gonna make you look soft as hot butter if you don't get in the middle of it. Like I like I've had it with this with that Tennessee fumble stuff and and you know, people people here locally when we first went on the air doing all that chirping and stuff. Like, I had to check low, like, low, you you can't get involved. I, they they can they can talk trash to me all they want. It ain't gonna bother me. Have you tried to check Linda with it? Because Teresa, no, Teresa Linda, finds I, I wish I wish they would get in. I wish they would Bad, get tangled Teresa, up with Linda. We got, got some ass to whoop tonight. Teresa's got tangled up with uh, with uh, with some uh, some some people who have issues the, with with things I've with, said. With baby show, hey, that, that's that's it. I mean, that, that show, that's the, I can't I can't stop her. So. I, yeah, but that's it. Like you want it. my mom, my mom, and maybe Brittany, maybe Pat Mahomes' wife can handle her own. My mom. Can handle her own. My wife on Twitter, like she, I don't need my wife on Twitter in a heated I conversation. Yeah, I normally just Eli Apple. Just, 
deserves it. But I, I hear what you're saying. Like I, Pat, I mean other players and stuff. Well, well you but, he, Eli, but yeah. she exposes herself to like, okay, now somebody on Twitter is gonna take it too far. And your husband is gonna have to have to stand up and say something, shut it down. Something nothing good can come from Pat Mahomes' wife trolling a player. I, I don't care. He, I think Eli I think he'll he'll walk past it. Eli he deserves. It. I don't know. Eli, 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 Eli had some comment about the, about the old old, uh, old boy that that uh, yeah, had, he took it. To, he took it to Hamlin, didn't he? Yeah. He little, but he he tried to he tried to come out and say, "I no, that's not what I, what I meant." I'm gonna tell you, man. I spent a lot of time on social media, and I got some thick skin. Pretty confident, old boy. I, I like you he, come at me all you want, man. Like like you can't. And even my like I said, my mom will get. She can get. She can get. My mom can get her ass in trouble, and she can get it out. My wife, I, I don't. I don't need all that. I don't need that show. So I'm just telling you, Pat Mahomes, he needs to he needs to tell his wife, he needs to shut it down real real quick and and, and be hey babe, look here's the deal. I don't want to have to get in the mix because you're out there being silly on social media. Can't do it. By the way, side note, Joe Staley, uh, three time All Pro, six time Pro Bowler, and member of the All Decade team. <laughs> so he'll be he'll be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Right. If, I don't know who uh, you are, man. Who uh, are you, Pat? Pat. You I guarantee. No, I guarantee you. Kayvon looked up. Who is this Joe Staley? If he didn't know him, looked right. it up. All right, I'll go. Who are you? Are you serious? Uh, between Kayvon Thibodeau getting roasted and uh, and Pat Mahomes' wife needing but that's to the thing. shut have, it down, they have calmed down. Who? He got in their ass. Her, 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 his brother, well, and her, they had calmed down, Pat, but she couldn't help. Like it even this, after last night, I know you don't like the the uh, the, the burrow head, all that kind of stuff. He, he, like, like Pat ain't got no Pat's family ain't got no business putting him in that spot because Pat ain't got Pat can't talk himself out of a wet paper sack. It ain't it ain't him. Burrowhead. It, it ain't his deal. He he, just, he has got to shut that down, man. He, he's got they got to shut it down. I think it's in his best interest. Yeah, it's it's in his best interest. Yeah, yeah. I, I give it to Eli. Eli, he deserves all of it. Eli, all of it. All right, coming up, uh, some news here. Reports out of Denver. Reports out of Denver about D'Amico Ryans, and this is just recent. We'll tell you what that is, exactly what that is coming up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? (coughs) Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is their 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, um, as um, we're looking and hoping, hoping to hear very, very soon that D'Amico Ryans is the next head coach of the uh, Houston Texans. Tyler, is there some some recent news coming out of Denver? Yeah, there is. There is. Uh, Woody Page, many uh, people out there might know Woody from his time with Around the Horn, but he covers Denver sports. And recently, just uh, within the last hour, Woody Page, he tweeted, D'Amico Ryans tells Broncos he is not interested. He was their third number one choice. So Woody Page saying that uh, D'Amico's letting Denver know, I'm out. Yeah, they've gone through Sean Payton, Jim Harbaugh, now D'Amico, who knows where the hill they go next at a head coach. Um, But D'Amico has informed, so there's just more signs pointing towards him uh, coming here to Houston. Remember when he canceled the interviews with the Cardinals and the Colts, I know he hadn't made uh, hadn't re-interviewed with the Colts. I'm not sure if he did with the Cardinals, but it's just signs, even more signs, pointing towards him being the next coach here. Boy, I did I did not think that um, that the Denver Broncos would have such a hard time. I guess I mean I guess it's all. I mean I guess it, it when you look at it, it, you just get the right guy. But boy, you just. It seems like they're having them and Indy are having a little tougher time than than others, right? Indy and the and the Cardinals. I mean, they've been sitting here too. The Cardinals been interviewing a lot of people uh, there, but Denver really but, looks bad because it, it seems no Jim Harbaugh was one of their top choices. Yeah, he's, he's out. D'Amico's. I, I guess I, I can understand Arizona. Like D'Amico. like like I can understand Arizona. It's tough for me to understand Denver. Yeah. You know, I, I can understand Arizona because of the quarterback situation, and I. Can, I can understand Indy because of the the ownership. Like I, like when I every time I hear Ursay, it, it I mean it's it, it's as if he's on something. You know what I mean? Like he, like he, he just yeah. walked out of a happy hour somewhere. He's I don't know how to make sausage. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. It just just I would have gone deeper than a happy hour. I mean, gee, I mean he's like, well at he's, the very least. I mean I don't I mean not, I mean he's all night all night. Sounds like know. he's he's just at Coachella all the time. <laughs> the guy is drunk. So I can understand where somebody going there and maybe not feel real comfortable about about. But Denver seems to be, and I, I but I get. I mean, maybe I don't think as negatively of of Russ as most people do. Uh, but it seems like you could go in there and win, um, at least put a good product on the field pretty quick in in Denver. And they yeah. got that Walmart money at the top. You yeah, think that you yeah. think that could buy somebody? Yeah, you, there is a real. Luckily argument. for us, not D'Amico. Yeah, there is a real argument. They got the best overall talent, like current talent there. But then it's, it, I think the Russ thing must be a, a, a big yeah. situation. You got to you got to really feel a certain way 
of what you can get with Russ because you're locked in. Yeah. There. Also, other news. Um, and yesterday we hadn't really got into it. I, I think this is a, a sexual or a sexual a good time. Damn. I don't know what was on my mind there. Sorry, honey. I'll be back later. <laughs> the this showman. Is, this would be a good good nasty time to uh to get into it. Brock Purdy uh, in the second half. The what a what a game in the second half. The, the, the 49ers just couldn't throw passes. Uh, Josh Johnson, their fourth quarterback on the season, he had to come in because Hassan Reddick dominated the game in the first half, came around, and uh, Brock Purdy suffered an injury. And then he had a concussion. He had to come out, so Brock Purdy just came in, and then it became very clear he was unable to throw the ball, and he was just a professional handoffer. And now we've learned, Clint, that the 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy suffered a complete tear of the UCL. That's just Tommy John, uh, basically, and is uh, in his throwing elbow and will undergo surgery, per sources. Will be out around six months. I'm surprised that's that's, that's it. I mean, it, when you think about how long it takes pictures, yeah. six months. Mm-hmm. Um, so, hell, I, I bet you, I bet you, uh, Trey Lance will be more healthy or healthier before he is, and he suffered the broken ankle early in the year. But uh, it it looked it looked like it was bad. He it, clearly they weren't comfortable with him throwing the ball, and now we see like the complete tear of the UCL. Yesterday. Yeah, th- this is this is interesting because I you know I I don't know where they're at with Trey Lance. I, you know I, I think if if Brock Purdy would have gone on and taken him to a Super Bowl, I think it would have been really really difficult to even even think about uh, Trey Lance getting another shot in terms of of the starting quarterback now. Brock Purdy goes down. It's like, are you between a rock and a hard place and you go back to Trey Lance no matter what? Or do you pursue one of the two guys that are, that are going to be available um, and, and Aaron Rodgers and, and or Tom Brady um, to come in and, and, and be a one- or two-year stopgap, maybe solve your quarterback problems? I say stopgap. That would be a hell of a stopgap, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, to solve your quarterback problems. No, my point is it doesn't solve it long term. I mean, it just but it, it just delays the inevitable. But but maybe maybe you can win a Super Bowl with the supporting cast you have right now with one of those guys pulling the trigger. Aaron Rodgers probably isn't going to be traded to an, uh, an NFC opponent yeah. um, if Green Bay does dealing. Uh, but we know Tom Brady is is available. We know he's he's from out there in the West Coast. 49ers was his squad coming up. Um, you just it's going to be fascinating to see what the 49ers do at the quarterback position. Man, there, there's we're living in a day and age, and maybe we always have. I just haven't been in this business. We're covering the NFL so closely uh, forever, but I, I just don't remember where every year it seems like. I mean, we could show there's a chance that Lamar Jackson could be on the on the move. On the move, there's a chance Aaron Rodgers could be on the move. There's a chance that Tom Brady could be on the move. Is that is that three of our last four uh, MVPs, by the way? Yeah, yeah. No, well, I don't know when Tom won it last. When did did he win it? When they won the Super Bowl in Tampa, or did did Aaron win that one? Aaron won. Aaron won those. He had a chance last year, right? But uh, he hadn't. So I mean, we're not not, MVP winners. Not even talking about uh, what's my man out of the Raiders, Derek Carr Carr on the move, Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, we're and maybe it's always been like that, and I just hadn't paid that close attention. But damn, it sure enough seems like boy, I feel like starters are rolling around like that. It it it, it damn sure feels like you you could. I mean, if if you're, um, you know, golly, if you're one of these squads that doesn't have a quarterback, it it, and and don't have a top draft pick, it may you may like right now if if you're if you're Carolina. I mean, and it's it, hard to you maybe get up there unless you really like. 
Yeah, I, I mean, look, I, I know, I know, Indy is is one of those that's taken a swing at, at these older quarterbacks multiple times, and it hadn't worked out. But I mean, damn, that, that's there, there's some dudes coming available now that you would you would love to have a year or two with. Yeah, boy, I I believe that the 49ers would have loved to have just had Jimmy Garoppolo Come on, available man. yesterday. The, the, what was that? Is there so, a, was there anything else they could have done? Yeah. Yeah, there's something they could have done. Carried a third quarterback. Oh, before the game. Like I, like I, I think the NFL show. I, I think the NFL has to. I don't think anybody does that anymore. They, they had, they had the, the NFL. What, what that? What if you don't learn from 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 your the past, then you're a fool. What, what, what the NFL has to do moving forward is say we are not going to risk having a, a game, an NFC Championship game, or any playoff game. Where a team cannot throw that cannot throw the football, they get two quarter. You you have got to carry a third quarterback on the roster. They've already given you the opportunity to carry a an extra active player that's a quarterback, and teams are choosing, I guess, not to do it. Like to me, man, I think in the playoffs the NFL should force them so to do force it because that that was for, well add a roster spot. Yeah, however you got to do it. I mean, there's all the guys are already there with the, with the expanded practice squad, and if you don't have a third and fourth really a third and fourth quarterback on your roster to some degree that knows your offense for emergency situations, then, then I mean, you're you're in trouble anyway. But what we watched yesterday, I, I think the NFL should force every NFL team that's in the playoffs to carry a third quarterback. Get, yeah, give them an, an extra active roster. Bump, the, bump it up one. I, I know I, when I was in the league, you could carry – I had to be – I was considered an inactive, so I counted against the 56 or whatever it is. I counted against that. Right, but I, but I was, like, I don't remember exactly how it all worked, but there, whatever the number was, you could have a quarterback that was inactive, that was dressed out, ready to rock and roll, and you and could make him active on game day if you had to. If you, he, if he plays, then your other two quarterbacks can't go back in the game. It's strictly an emergency situation. Like you, you can have that extra, or you can just have another D lineman inactive that's in sweats. But if if you're if you have a third quarterback. He's considered inactive, but he can dress. And if he plays in an emergency situation, then the other two guys cannot go back on the field. He has to finish the game. So there's already a rule in place. I don't know why teams aren't using it. I don't know what adjustments have been made. But for whatever, however they do it, the NFL has to make sure that there's a third quarterback ready in playoff games, particularly in championship games. They just didn't have. Could a you chance. imagine if that had been a Super Bowl? I mean, hell, it was. It, I mean, I know it wasn't a Super Bowl, but you know, damn, it was. I mean, it was still. Yeah, oh yeah, it was, no, yeah. It was just, no, it didn't have a chance. But I'm thinking about it just from like a, the from the NFL and from TV perspective. Could you imagine if in the Super Bowl, before halftime, the number two, the second, they got two quarterbacks on the roster, and, and the guy goes down with a concussion, and you you're coming out you're coming out there, and you have got to go wildcat with McCaffrey, or you got or you got to put a guy in there that can't throw it five yards for the whole second half of the Super Bowl. I, yeah, I can't. Like when you say that, I, I bet you, I bet you the Chiefs didn't carry two, and I mean their starter was. Their starter could go on out at any he moment. He limped into the game, yeah. Yeah, I bet you they didn't have three, uh, which is, I don't know. I bet that. you they do next week. I bet you they don't. I bet you they, they, I bet you they, <laughs> they don't think, adjust one bit. No, I bet you they're sitting there thinking, God, we just had three wide receivers go out. Boy, we just yeah, we had a, we had a, we had a, we had a, we're less down one receiver. Like, I don't know that, but they just had no chance. And it happened so fast. Yeah. Man, Brock's hurt. He can't throw. He can't feel the ball. And, Hey, he bangs his head off now. What are we going to do? Brock's in here just handing it off. Just handing this thing off. It was uh, it was wild. All right. Uh, when we look at 
what's happening. D'Amico Ryan seems to be the guy here, and it seems to be coming at any moment. And we'll have that here, right here on Sports Radio 610 for you. But how much credit, why don't you answer that? Chew on that on the break. How much credit do you believe the ownership of the McNairs deserve if they pull off this move of getting D'Amico Ryan's? That's next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right. Um, listen, I, I sent this I sent this on, on the tease. Um, and it, and I, and I'm I'm willing and wanting to hear from you, trailer willing frame text line seven one three five seven two four six ten. It looks like the Texans are going to get arguably the top coaching candidate in this cycle. It looks like D'Amico Ryan's is. A, there's a report Tyler just uh, talked about last uh, segment that he's informed Denver, according to Woody Page who used to write for the Denver Post, uh, that he has informed the Denver Broncos that he is uh, he is out. And um, it looks like that, that it is just going to happen at some point, Clint. And the question I ask is, how much credit do you give the McNairs? How much credit do you give ownership for making this happen? The la- A couple of texts here. No credit at all. A broken clock is still right two times a day. Seems like they may have stumbled into good fortune uh, in this instance. Got no faith in ownership. Another one, ownership gets 45% of credit for this hire. D'Amico loves the city and wants to bring a championship here. How much? How much do you give? How much credit, Clint, you give you give ownership yeah. for getting this done? Look, man, I, I don't have a percentage for you, but I, but I, I feel like – I feel like minimizing the 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 Cal McNair's involvement and impact uh, on this process and ultimately writing the ship in Houston, I I think is is a mistake and I think it's unfair. Um, look, I, I think I think a big reason for the dysfunction was the, the inability of Cal McNair to hire people that were trustworthy individuals that were good, trustworthy individuals, football people making football decisions in the best interest of the football team. I think he's made some some terrible decisions in who he's given power to, no question about it. But I can also, if, if I'm going to be critical of him in that, in, from that perspective, I can also flip and say the only reason, or not the only reason, but a one major reason that this thing shifted and started get started moving in a direction to be even remotely um, uh, uh, attractive to top candidates was was firing Jack Easterby. Uh, I would say checking Nick Casario and then being in lockstep with Nick, being handcuffed to Nick, uh, being alongside Nick in in the um, in this particular head coach search to make sure that it didn't go off the rails and end up uh, in any way, shape, or form in the same spot the last two head coach searches ended up, and so. I give them, I give them big time, big time props, big time credit, uh, the McNairs that is for making sure this process is is executed in a competent manner. And and surprise, surprise, when you execute that way, and when you when you go day to day through a process the way that you should, then you typically arrive at a at a much better location than David Cully and ultimately how they led to Levy Smith. It looks like they're going to land in, in a much better spot with 
arguably the number one head coach candidate on the market this year. So I give him a ton of credit. Yeah, I, I do too. I and I'm seeing here on Trailer Will and Frame text line. If you're just jumping in, how much credit do you give the McNairs for getting this? This is this is with Sean Payton up in the air, not knowing if he's going to actually take a job. There's an argument that this is clearly the top candidate in the draft class. Or I mean the draft class, in the hiring cycle. Right. And it looks like the Texans are going to get him. I'm seeing a lot of people, I see like something right here, uh, full credit for this dumpster fire. They put themselves in this position. They have. They have. But come on now. They Listen, they had to do some real big-time convincing to make people believe and to make, like, dude, they, I mean, just to get all of these folks in to interview here, I think is something. Based off, like, one thing, when you hear shadiness, oddness, you know, uh, an ownership that seems like, or or people have had the narrative that they are buffoonish, uh, a, a general manager that seems like a control freak that makes bad decisions, like, when you have that, in front of you, when you, as we've said it, the last three years, uh, one of the most, if not the most dysfunctional organization, and there wasn't any change in leadership, they had to sit down and explain to candidates, hey, this is it. They had to sell the Texans and themselves to candidates to convince them that it's not what you've heard. It's not what you think it is. No, this is the improvements we're making make people believe that they weren't the dumpster fire up top that they are. And for them to get the top, potentially the top candidate, to just cancel interviews, tell the other uh, uh, another place that can pay them whatever with the Walmart money, like I'm out. The, the, the McNairs, yes, they have a huge hand to play on why the Texans are here. Hell, they made and passed along every decision. So, yes, they did it. They got him here. But you also got to give them, I believe, major credit, Clint, to get people to say, oh, well, all right, it's, it's, it, I, I, I believe enough that you guys know what you're doing. Because nobody wants to go to, like, he's, he's with the, the, the 49ers. Like, he knows what it is to have good ownership and good, like, nobody wants to go to that. They're, they're seeing the connection of John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan and ownership, and it's flawless. Nobody wants to come to mess, and they convinced D'Amico Ryans that there's not mess here. I think they got a. I think they get a ton of credit for that. Yeah, and, not and, just to minimize and, that. Show, indeed. show. But here, here's you know a big part of it too is like folks listen to Cal and are like, man, ain't no way Cal convinced convinced anybody to do anything, especially a head coach to come here. You may be right in terms of sitting down across the table from him or sitting in a, in a Zoom interview from him, but as I said. To start the segment, firing Jack Easterby and checking Nick Casario and getting that that in order, that in itself was powerful enough to make it an attractive. You didn't have to do a whole lot. I mean, get rid of a couple of guys and and make it loud and clear that we're not going to be the laughing stock of the NFL moving forward in this in this coach, head coach search. That that alone appears to have been accomplished by Cal McNair. I, I can't. I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to sit here and and go to war about what exactly he Cal McNair was able to convince. Uh, folks of or or not in a, in a in an interview setting, but boy, making the moves that uh, that he did over the last six months put the put the organization in a position to to potentially get to the, the top candidate. Listen, I don't know D'Amico Ryan's Clint, but I can't believe D'Amico Ryan's 
would have rolled and came here to Houston if it was if it felt like it was the dysfunctional mess that it had been for years. I I, I just don't, I don't. He's got options. He, he's turning down yeah. other jobs to come here. He he well, is. I mean, is it? They had to clean some of it. Show up. look. I mean, look the the JJ Watt tweeting the picture, the JJ Watt like he's a character. JJ Watt tweeting a picture of him and D'Amico Ryan's and and. Uh, you know, having played that those two having played together, you know, I think everybody's it's pretty obvious why JJ left here and and how he left here disgruntled. Yep. Um, it, it's not a stretch to say that that D'Amico probably speaks to guys like JJ Watt fairly often. And if JJ Watt's going, hey man, there's this cat over there that claims to be a, 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 uh, a team chaplain over there that's actually running the show and doing all this and that, and it's an yeah. absolute mess. It's dysfunctional. You don't want none of that. You think he I – mean, you know what I mean? Like, that had to be cleaned up in order for D'Amico Ryans to even consider Everything. this thing. Guess who cleaned it up? Now, he's the one that made the mess, Cal McNair. Yes. He's the one that made the mess, but, what you want him to but do, he cleaned just keep, it up. What, you want him to just right. keep doing it? That's right. Like, this, someone just text in, so I'm not giving him any credit for destroying the team and disregarding the fan base, but now all is forgiven. No, I'm not telling you all is forgiven. But you just said disregarding the fan base. What is he doing now? Let's go, baby. H town. What are they do? What are they doing now with this hire? They're not. Uh, they're not hiring Josh McCown. What are they doing with this hire? Now, I will be fair here and say I think it was a perfect storm and a bit of fortune for them that D'Amico Ryan's is somebody Clint that has a previous relationship with the McNairs, knows the McNairs, and has, uh, I think, uh, the love of the Houston Texans in his heart. Like, I, I think, I didn't really get this until I talked to Wade and, and, you know, how much Wade and the guys that played on those teams, how much the Texans, like, how much, I mean, these guys are fans. You catch these legends, like, these guys, they are Texans. Wade will tell you, I'm a Texan. Bro. That's right, Rick. Wade turned down money because he refused <laughs> to play for the Titans. I don't know what that's about, but he turned it down. He's a Texan. Like, these guys, so I think D'Amico, in that, in the, probably in that vein, like, it means a lot to him to see the Texans do well. So I do think this is some maybe a bit of a calling or dream job for him, which I think helps the Texans, that helps that, that the number one candidate in the field potentially has yeah. a special mm-hmm. place in his heart for the Texans. But... Still, as you said, if JJ called him up and said, "I know you love this place, but you, like, this ain't it." You can't, you can't overcome that. Even, yeah, even even how he feels about him would have would not have changed. Yeah, I, I I I do wonder like how much. Like I don't doubt D'Amico likes the Texans, and I don't doubt that D'Amico loves Houston. Don't doubt that at all. I wonder how much of of the appeal for D'Amico, though, is the Texans in the state of Texas, if you can make this thing sing. You know what I mean? Like if you can if if you can make, you know, what Andy Reid did in Kansas City of after twenty some odd years of one playoff win or whatever it was you said, now it's like if you can make that happen in this city and in this state. I mean, it, it it would be it would be tenfold doing it somewhere else. But yeah, it it would be. But in his mind, he's got to look at the numbers, and D'Amico as a coach has got to think, 
Like this is this could be my one opportunity. Sure, sure. Like if I like if I fail, the odds are I'm not going to get another shot. Especially as a defensive coach, if I fail, I'm not going to get another shot. Yeah. And I I don't know. I think I think his previous relationship and knowing the McNairs, I think it helps here. Right? I don't, I don't know if he like he has a his own personal uh understanding of who they are. And it's not like a normal coach that may not, that may be like, hey, man, what's what's going on here? Why, what, what the hell? you? I think he knows them, and I think that helps them a lot. So, yeah, I, that, that is a wonder. Like, if he, if he had played for the Steelers for 10 years, if he played for the Dolphins for 10 years, had he not had any connection with the Texans, would he have still – would he would yeah, he have still and, and, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think – like, he's an Alabama guy, uh, went to Alabama – um, he's from, you know, this region of the country, if you will, Gulf Coast region, um, you know, football in Texas. Like if you're going to go somewhere and, and, and expect to hit it big and expect to win a bunch of ball games and potentially live a, a really good chunk of your life somewhere, boy, what better, what, what better place to do it than in Houston? If you're, you're from the Gulf Coast area, you know what I mean? Like it's, I don't know. It just, it seems like. I wonder. I just wonder how much of it's like, man. I just I played six years in Houston. I love I love the Texans organization, or is it the city and the state, and the being from from this region, if you will, this area, if you will, this Gulf Coast area, if you will, is really what the the appeal. I wonder. Yeah, it, it, I think it's. I think it's probably all of it, but I, I do also think it's not just. I love the organization, but I I know. I know, like, I, I bet you to him, like, some of the things and narratives that are pushed about the McNairs, I think he has a relationship with the McNairs that may feel different than some of those narratives as opposed to somebody who may not, who may not have a relationship there. All right, uh, a little 5 o'clock fire coming up here on the drive. Uh, we'll continue more with the top story uh, of, of this situation. Hey, D'Amico Ryans may be coming in, and we'll uh, look at the championship games uh, was this the best? Was this the best moment for for uh, for Patrick Mahomes? We'll discuss all of that coming up next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 